His Radio. His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Discount Store Discovery. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like you are. Most of the time when I go to the discount grocery store, I find things I never knew existed. But this time, I found something that I usually go to another store to buy because I love it so much. It's getting so exciting. I know. So I stocked up. I was thrilled. And I brought some in to share with you guys. I can't All right, wait. So here you go. It's good. She's got it in a generic coffee cup. Yeah, because okay. I want you to try it without knowing what it is. Get these well, cups out of the trash. It's oh. some kind of a tea because there's a little string uh, coming out of it. Okay, and it's warm. Be careful. It might be hot, especially on your delicate tongue, Jim. Ooh. <laughs> it almost smells like a vegetable. Smell yours. <laughs> what what it's would a you? A little potent. Dirt. You'd call you'd, you'd say that that smell is dirt. Yes. Well, they do grow vegetables in dirt. So okay. I go. You're not what? drinking, Allison. Oh, this is warm. Oh. I don't smell- want to burn my mouth. It smells like the vegetable pea. What? <laughs> it's a little hot. You can take the lid off if you need. I'm gonna take the lid off. And you might want to take your tea bag out. I'm gonna take the tea bag out. <laughs> it's pretty strong already. This is really hot, Hallie. Sorry. <laughs> Can't even taste it. <laughs> Here, taste this. You can't taste anything the rest of the day. <laughs> I know. Forget about the okay. third degree burns on your lips and tongue. Just taste it. I didn't want it to get cold, and in my effort to not have it get cold, I had it get way too Look hot. It fogs up my glasses. <laughs> okay, well, let me go ahead and tell you what it is. <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> it is um, a natural product from the ground. It's roasted dandelion root. Really? Yeah, you know those things most people see as weeds? In your garden? <laughs> oh, so we're drinking weeds. At some point, we'll be able to drink the weeds? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. But I discovered this year that dandelion root is very powerful uh, way to detox your body. Really? Yeah. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to start drinking that tea. So I, dr- I started drinking it every morning, but I had to go to different stores to find this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like four bucks a box. Oh, oh. Can we say? Yes. Okay. How so much, much was it? A dollar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, amazing. how excited was I? I was like a child on Christmas when I walked into my discount grocery store and find my beloved organic roasted dandelion, dandelion root tea. Mm. Wow. I can't wait to try it when yeah. it actually cools down. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Be good. <laughs> come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like you are. His morning crew. Western North Carolina right now, schools are closed. Oh. Because snow is hitting like in Asheville and Franklin and all those other areas. And then you got snowflakes and some other areas that are happening. I know the weather is just kind of freaky with this whole Benji thing. And then I started thinking, you know, I've been here for 17 years. And if there is like half of a speck of a snowflake that'll happen, bread and milk off the shelves. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm a Floridian. You have to understand this thing because that's where I was born. Winter for me is 68 degrees. <laughs> mm, that's when you run out of good oranges. Yeah. So I've been trying to figure this whole thing out. And so we're hearing from Laura. Laura, you have an explanation for bread and milk. What is it? Two things that parents always have in their cupboard are cereal 
and peanut butter and jelly. So to make sure the kids get fed, even if the power goes out, something that they're not going to turn their nose up, their noses up at, cereal and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That makes sense for the bread and milk. I learned that when I was 16 and got my first job working at Milo. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and you probably saw it fly off the shelves when snow came. Oh, we did. It was ridiculous. We'd get extra bread deliveries, and they wouldn't even let them get them off the racks and onto the shelves. They were pulling them off the truck as they came through. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Try it, buy it, what should you do? Why not ask his morning crew? It's a crew review. It's a crew review. It's a crew review. There is morning crew. It seems as though kids are born with headphones on their ears. I know it's the world technology we live in these days, but I worry about their hearing. They keep turning up the volume to where I can hear it in the car. Is there a safe alternative available? Kathy from Kerry. Wow, that's a great question. It's such an important topic. So I thought we should try out Snuggly Rascals. They are comfy kids' headphones. Basically, instead of putting something in their ear, they're wrapping their whole head in one of those, like like a band like you'd wear in cold weather. Their whole head? Mm-hmm. Yep, and the volume is limited, so it can't go super loud. It has adjustable si- sizing and soft fleece. Oh, you're giving me one. Oh, he's getting the pink one. Oh, snuggly rascals. Rob gets the monster. Thank you. Jim. No cat this time. This they, kind, do, they do have a cat one. This kind of looks like me. The it, monster? The monster, yeah. yeah. It's like a, the be, the better way that I can I can describe it for me to visually see it myself is that this looks like a sweatband in a sense you wrap around your head. Mm, yeah. Is, is mine broken? Yes. Oh, I see what they did. They put something over the Velcro or, we, the, or what do you call it? The loop something or other. We're putting these headphones over our headphones? Yeah, sure. Okay. You have to take off that little white thing so the Velcro will work. What, what's your problem, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need help? Have well, you not worked Velcro? I mean, you have Velcro shoes. Yeah, everything. <laughs> shirt, everything. I got to take my headphone off. Okay. <laughs> so Jim got the unicorn one. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But he's having a little hard time working it. I got a chicken, which I think is really cute. Okay. I actually replaced my headphones oh, with you these did? headphones. Yeah. What? You should give it a try. Oh, I guess I can do that. Yeah. So you've got to move them just right over your ears. Ooh, it sounds different. Sorry for the silence. We're trying How to position our headphones. Turn the volume up. You, ha- you have to turn it up yourself. You got a volume control. There you go. I know, they're very soft. It's not working for her, she said. I guess I need a different adapter or something. But I like, they feel good. Mm. I like the fact that um, they don't, they won't slip off my head because my son has those, he has like Thomas the Train or something headphones, big ones, but they're right. always falling off his head. Oh yeah, because they're probably bigger than his head. Mm-hmm. Are yours barely reaching? <laughs> oh mine, I got plenty of room for me. <laughs> Okay. Jim, see, one thing you need to know is that Jim says that he has a big head. Sometimes he proves it in moments like these. Yes. It's just a coincidence that everything is small. <laughs> oh, this is I great. do like the unicorn design on you. Why, why, why do we do everything that has to do with the it's head? It's fine because my, my ears are not just right. Okay. Uh, well, we it is made for kids, so you got to remember. Uh, I know, yeah. Their ears are a little bit further back than mine. Mine's above the ears for some reason. <laughs>
You have to put them over your ears. I know, but I got to have headphones on yeah. that are already on my head. I guarantee you, you will love what you see if you take a look at His Radio TV on Apple TV, Roku, and our His Radio app and hisradio.com. It's kind of ninja-ish, yeah. A chicken and a unicorn and a monster? <laughs> Sounds mm-hmm. dangerous. This is quite the crew review. I'm going to give it a thumbs up because it's I kind of cool. like the concept of this. I'm not real comfortable with it. Allie gave it a thumbs up. What about Jim? Anything around my head, thumbs down. Oh, Jim, it's for your kids. For the kids, thumbs up. There you go. Thank you, sir. Very, very much. More than just pretty voices. Danny Gokey's voice is one we all love. That's one of my favorite songs Mm -hmm. of them, too. I love this guy. You know, on a personal note, he and his wife have a new baby in the house, bringing the total of munchkins to three. And everyone with little ones knows that sometimes you just need to get away. And no, I'm not talking about even something extravagant like a trip to the beach or the spa. Sometimes it means not even leaving the house. It means sneaking into another room just for a little peace. (laughs) So he and his wife, they sneak into what I think is their laundry room and shut the door. And they share a special moment that he posted on Instagram. It wasn't exactly a candlelight dinner, but it was the best they could do. They had a pocket knife, a lighter, and some marshmallows, and they made (laughs) s'mores. Do adult things. Kids don't know how to handle this sort of stuff. So this is how we made s'mores in Miami, because we didn't have fireplaces. You're burning, honey. No, I'm not. (laughs) So she's got this marshmallow on the end of a knife, and it's literally a ball of flames, (laughs) which I know is a whole nother topic. You know, do you like your marshmallow, like, lightly toasted, or do you like it charred? Burnt. (laughs) Yep. Apparently, Danny Gokey's wife likes hers charred. So they're in this room with the door shut, making s'mores with a pocket knife. So the kids don't see yeah, they don't want to mm, share. Yeah. yeah, they'd have to make a ton of s'mores like that if they did. Well, and then it's all messy because kids can't eat s'mores without making a mess. And then mm-hmm. you got to clean up the mess. And I've seen Jim with s'mores. It kind of resembles that. Uh, I'd smear the s'mores all over my face. Yes. Yes. Let's do that here. Let's have some. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we know how to make them now. Yeah, yeah you got a knife. The way they did in yeah, south of lighter. Miami, you know. <laughs> I love how childlike they are. It's like a childlike moment. <laughs> Mornings with his morning crew. Okay, Carrie, do tell. How do you become childlike during this season? I love to decorate for Christmas and wrap Christmas presents. It just makes me feel like a child again. So much fun. When did you sneak away to do that this year? Well, I waited until my husband went and I went to bed. And then I got up at 1 o'clock in the morning and then I wrapped presents. Worth being sleepy the next day? I woke up the next day and, and the presents were under the tree and... My husband was like, oh, this is so neat. So it, it was wonderful to put a smile on his face, too. <laughs> you know, we have a trampoline in our backyard. And I love going on that thing with uh, Spencer and Elijah. Oh, yeah. I don't do flips now. Not <laughs> at 50. Good. That was at 49. But not at 50. I'm glad you've retired the flips. Yes. I think it's time. I just do the little bounce up and down and land on my butt and bounce back up. And that's about that's about the extent of my trampoline experience nowadays. You can't do that and not smile, though. Yeah, I've, I've cut the uh, triple flips down to just double. Oh, that's myself. great, yes. I'm cutting back also, right? Wow, when did you wake up? Oh, Thursday. From that beautiful dream that you just had. <laughs> it was great. 
Uh, and I wasn't even hurting. How does Allison do the childlike thing? Mm, just hanging out with my son. She does. They're doing this cookie thing today. Yeah. If the weather holds up, <laughs> he wants to give away cookies in our driveway. So we've been baking all week. Or you could get some bread and milk because some people have seen a snowflake or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flying off the shelves, I guess, when that happens, right? Shutting down the city. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We're hearing from Angela. What about you, Angela? When I was younger, Beauty and the Beast was very popular. Um, so popular that my dad still remembers the song. Um, <laughs> and so I hadn't seen the new Beauty and the Beast movie that just came out in March. And I was waiting on my dad and... I found out that it was on Netflix, so just the other night, I was watching Beauty and the Beast, and I literally felt like I was five, year old, five years old oh. for two hours. It was amazing. I loved the movie. What's your favorite song? Be My Guest, because that's one of my dad's favorite. We love singing it together. That is so cool. I love that. How does that one go? Be my guest, be my guest. Put our service to the test. It's been a year since we've had anybody here. Something like that. (laughs) You're taking me back. Soup to show, hot dog dove. Why we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me. Ask the dishes. The arcades. The arcades. Something to the test. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second, man. <laughs> that brings back a lot of memories. I haven't seen the live-action one yet. Oh, it's good. Is it really? Mm-hmm. On Netflix, huh? I've got to go watch the thing. Haven't either, Rob, so you don't feel alone. <laughs> okay. It sounds like Jim and I are going to have a Netflix party this with weekend. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Gather around the kids. Because Uncle Jim has another feline tale to share with you. It's some kitty fun and the perfect way to start the day. Cat story time with Uncle Jim. This is actually a cat story about a dog. <laughs> Did I get something wrong here? No, 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 no. Okay. Follow along. I'm trying to because you mentioned dog in one of your cat stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, cats and dogs, they they're seen the same places sometimes, like at Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical, Cats. Okay. Mm. Huh? There's the cats. Well, they were performing uh, the other day at Neil Simon Theatre, and uh, there was a, a service dog in there. <laughs> okay. And service dogs are normally, you know, very calm, very cooperative. But apparently he got overwhelmed with the fact that there were cats all over the stage. <laughs> you know, humans dressed in cat. And I know you go to these musicals a lot, Rob. But, uh, and this, of course, is my favorite musical. But on the opening number, Mackenzie Warren, one of the actresses, came out and did her part. The dog went nuts, broke away from the uh, owner. No way. And went after her. Oh, my goodness. It could have been bad. It could have gone really bad because he was not happy with this cat up there. But one of the ushers was able to... Um, get the dog before it got up there. So no one got hurt. I guess the actress should take that as a compliment. Yeah. The dog really thought she was a cat. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or maybe he loved cats and was upset that people were trying to act like cats and they weren't. You can take it both ways. Yeah. But you're probably right. But I'm right. (laughs) As usual. I'm glad no cats were harmed. No cats or dogs or actors and actresses. Everybody was fine. And That's the, good. And the, and the show went on. Did the dog get to stay in? He 
did. The owner Good. had a tight rein on him, and the mm-hmm. dog apologized. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, oh. no, that's fine. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? On Broadway. Tell me, tell me true. Broadway. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. Hey, what kind of cat are you? His morning crew. There is this scientist. He's like a musicologist. Musicologist. He's in Boston. His name is Dr. Joe Bennett. He studied lyrics and tempo and musical key and vocals of 200 songs. And so he scientifically came up with the perfect Christmas song. He's using science for the perfect Christmas song. He says the tempo needs to be 115 beats a minute. The lyrics have to have in the perfect Christmas song. This is according to this guy. Santa, snow, home, peace, love, and it has to have sleigh bells in the chorus. Hmm. So they put this song together. It's been produced. You be the judge. Here's just a small snippet of the what he calls the perfect Christmas song. Here's the sleigh bells. Is she here? I heard you stuck into the very top. Put your coffee in a Christmas cup and the children sing as the church bells ring everywhere. Okay, this sounds a little bumpy, but you get it. Everyone's about the peace on earth. Okay, there's the word peace. A little Christmas for what it's worth and the whole world smiles. There's only love in the air. Okay, love in the air. So there's the word love. Here comes the word. Allison smiling. Santa. All the words have shown up so far. Okay, I know this sounds a little bumpy, but does that sound like the perfect Christmas song to you, according to this scientist, this musicologist? It feels familiar. It like does, doesn't it? I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds underwater a little bit. Yeah, but that, it sounds great. Our version of it sounds <laughs> yeah. underwater. I think it sounded pretty good. Does that mean we get rid of all the other songs and just play this one? No, but he calls it the perfect Christmas song because of his scientific study of Christmas music. Because he has a lab coat? Yeah. Notice he snuck in the word church in there, too. Oh, yeah. I also like how they were talking about drinking from a coffee cup. Mm, Oh, yeah. That spoke to me. Yes. Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. Have you guys ever found anything weird in your kids' pockets? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> you have boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of different I'm things. I'm afraid to check. <laughs> and sometimes it ends up in the washing or the dryer. Like, you're like, where did this come from? Oh, yeah. The kids' pockets. Most of the time, it's probably something kind of gross, like half eaten suckers or mm. leaves, nuts. I find a lot of acorns. Somebody, <laughs> one of my kids left uh, the lip gloss stuff or oh. the, the chapstick stuff mm-hmm. and ruined some of our clothes. Oh, no. We got in the dryer. This was last night. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I love this photographer. She sees those things as magical moments of childhood. Oh, nice. Might change your perspective a little bit. She thought, you know, it's just a cute reminder of this stage of life. So what she did was she took those objects out of her son's pocket every night 
and photographed them on her kitchen table and made kind of a, a blog out of it. And it's neat to see what collections he came home with, you know, lots of pipe cleaners and plastic sparkly gems or um, confetti, little tiny toys and trinkets and feathers, things that, you know, we look at and see as trash, little kids see as treasures. True. Mm-hmm. True. They are all treasures. Everything I've seen of these uh, <laughs> pictures, they're treasures. These kind of things I used to put in drawers. I still remember the favorite part of my childhood is my junk drawer. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I used to look at it and think, gosh, none of this means anything, but I could build something out of it. It's just I just want to stare at it. My youngest, Elijah, who's nine? No. He collects rocks. Oh. And in one of our uh, side tables, coffee tables, has a, has a drawer. It's all full of rocks. <sighs> rocks? From over the nine years' worth of rocks in this one drawer. At an end table. And he won't let you get rid of those. Nope. <laughs> and no he know if you take one out and he goes and he looks in that drawer, he knows one has been taken wow. out. You'll rock his world. His morning crew. And one thing that comes with uh, Christmas is porch pirates. Porch what? Pirates. Pirates? Arg. Yeah. You know, those people terrible. stealing the packages that Amazon drops off or something? No, just pirates that hang out on your porch. Oh, okay. With a patch over their eye. Peg leg, stuff like that. Never heard of them, but cool. <laughs> no, Rob, you are right. These are these uh, people who, for some reason, like to come and steal packages off of people's porches at Christmas time. It's like a hobby. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about them. However, it's getting worse. It went from like 23.5 million uh, two years ago to 25.9 million. So it's growing. Oh. It's like a new profession. Mm, amazing. Porch pirates. Isn't that precious? It's horrible. Allison's always a victim of porch pirates. It has happened to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. I'm so sorry. One time they stole a pair of Sammy's shoes, and this last time they opened the boxes and they didn't take anything. They didn't huh. want my stuff. They didn't like it. <laughs> Who <laughs> just ordered terrible stuff? Yeah, that's my that's my strategy here. Yeah, well, yeah, your porch is kind of close to the road, so it's easy to do that. I'm like up on a hill where you can't even see my porch, mm. so you'd have to come up the yard. So, so yeah, you gotta what? Come up in the yard and kind of look okay. around. So it doesn't happen for me. You, Rob? Well, plus you've got guards in that gate, mm-hmm. that big the iron Dobermans. gate. Yeah, yeah. And the Dobermans. Well, Sam and Bonnie, they. Uh, they know a lot of people that were victims of this, and they didn't want—they didn't want it to happen. So, they took it into their own hands. And here's what they did. What we decided was to take the dog's poop, put what? it in the empty Amazon box, and put what? it on the front porch, and leave a gift that they will never forget. We tell our neighbors when we're expecting a package, ask them if they keep an eye out. If they see it sitting on the front porch, they'll grab it for us. <laughs> I hope they told their neighbors about their prank. Fertilizer? Yeah. (laughs) Canine fertilizer for for whoever these pirates are. And, uh, yeah, I think someone came and got it, too. I read a family that did that with their dirty diapers, their kids' dirty diapers, and put them in the box. That's how you get rid of these things. They even put a little note on the inside that said, hope you like this, thief. Arg. Arg. They should have said arg because they're pirates. Because they're, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, FedEx, they will... They will drop it off at uh, Walgreens if you don't want it on your porch. Oh, I like didn't you're know not that. Home, okay. You can stop at Walgreens. They just open the door and throw it in there. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's a little holding place. And uh, Whole Foods, some Whole Foods will do that also. 
Hmm. How about that? You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. It's a lot of hassle, isn't it? It is. <laughs> well, well, if you get pirates in your neighborhood. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make no. a decoy box, and when they open it, there's going to be a Bible verse in there. Oh. Hey. It really touches their heart. There you go. Voice ministry. <laughs> little conviction going on. I like that. Yeah. Take that, you filthy pirate. <laughs> Here's a Bible for you, buddy. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Amber Robinson is a photographer in Raleigh, and she loves taking photos of kids and families, but her recent assignment has been one of her favorites, and it's going viral. Which is so special because it's the photos she took of her own parents that are going viral. Amber's parents are Marvin and Wanda. They've been married 47 years. So she posted her beautiful photos on Facebook along with this message. Today I share with you what those years after can look like when true love exists. These are my parents, married 47 years. They they have triumphed over cancer twice, have raised two successful daughters. They have been poor together and rich together. They have fed, sheltered, and advised countless, countless lost souls. They love without expectation and give freely whatever it is they have to offer. And people are just so touched by the love that these two show and share with so many others. But I have to tell you that Wanda didn't really even want her daughter to post the pictures on Facebook. Mom actually didn't want me to share the images on social media. (laughs) She said, nobody wants to see two old people making out in a park. (laughs) And somebody recognized her and says, oh my gosh, you're the lady from the internet. Yeah, Wanda is now famous, Wanda and Marvin, and they really are a beautiful couple and such such a strong marriage, and what a great example to so many people. You can see how much they love each other. I mean, they still gaze in each other's eyes. How many years now did you say? 47. 47 years. What a great example this couple is. Making out in the park, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like they are. No, it doesn't. (laughs) That's funny. I thought it was funny. More than just pretty voices. I don't know if you heard it, but it's been like this whole social media craze, and Allison just made me do it on an Insta story <laughs> on our Instagram page at his radio. Check it out if you dare, but it is the, you may have seen this, the invisible box challenge. So you pretend that there's a box in front of you. It's, in, it's uh, invisible. So you tap on it three times, and then you step over it and like you're jumping off of it. So here's the thing, it, it, it all really became incredibly viral when this young lady, Ariel, who's a cheerleader at a high school in Texas, did it. Her tweet of her doing this went out over 2,500 times. There was the, that's the replies to it. Over nearly 200,000 retweets, almost 300,000 likes. Here's what she told her hometown news, KTRK, and how overwhelmed she is with all of the social media attention. It's amazing. I I had no idea it would ever get this big. I'm just, it, I'm speechless. It's, when I started seeing how uh, news reporters and all these like, famous accounts were DMing me and uh, messaging me, trying to get in contact with me, it was just amazing. Like, it looked like a dream that would never happen. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was some of the things, if you couldn't understand what she was saying, because she was like on Skype driving in the car. She was the passenger. She said there's a lot of famous people now DMing her, saying it was just amazing what you did. So she's getting all this attention. If you see it, she it, it's amazing how she does this thing. I mean, it's crazy because she looks like she's literally stepping on a box and jumping over it with her foot still on the box. Um, mimes do this all the time, and I'm glad miming is finally getting the credit it deserves. They do that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, they pretend. They're in the box. They're not jumping over it. Yeah, and they're pushing the walls and stuff. <laughs> they're stuck inside that thing. So you might as well use that box. I'm proud of it. Mornings with his morning crew. When it comes to the topic of hair, I'm the one that people come to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why is that, Jim? Yeah, Jim. Because I know hair. I've used it up. <laughs> but is you a, have no hair. Oh, hey, I do have <laughs> is hair. Is that K-N-O-W or N-O? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, okay, I get that. That's pretty good. But Bobby, Bobby also has very thick hair. But Bobby is five months old. Bobby was born with lots and lots of hair. So much so. I mean, there's some, most kids are born, you know, little cue balls. Or if they have fuzz, they lose it, and then it comes back in. Um, and every once in a while, you get kids with some hair, but this is a lot of hair. So much so that people stop just to touch the hair or comment about the hair. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. They have to blow dry his hair, kind of <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're thinking, are they from around here? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my first thought. Exactly. Well, listen to mom's <laughs> accent. Bobby tends to generate quite a lot of attention with his hair. Um, we can't really go anywhere without him getting stopped and people want to touch his hair and stroke his hair. Uh, a lot of the local, the people who are local to it was know about him because of his hair and everyone asks me to take his hat off and shows him it. Bobby doesn't really sleep unless he's got the sound of a hair dryer. West Palm Beach, Florida, that's where she's from. <laughs> exactly. Right? Okay. People, people always come out about my hair also. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible with accents. But here's the funny thing. Well, here's the funny thing about this. What? Yes. I, too, I my hair was every bit as that thick when I was born. No. I was a gross-looking baby. <laughs> no, you weren't. I was. Come on. No, I said I was. I was born with thick, dark, black hair. Well, there's no light black hair, is there? I was thick black hair. It actually touched my shoulders. It was so Really? Cool. And they called me Little Elvis. <laughs> little they put a bow in my hair. No way. Oh, that's funny. That's what went wrong with so me. My, my son Spencer was born with a ton of hair as well. And they say a myth is if the you lady who is pregnant, no, if the lady who is pregnant had a lot of uh, gas <laughs> <laughs> during the pregnancy, <laughs> the child has a lot of hair. What? I have never heard that. <laughs> that is a myth. Yeah, that's the myth. I'll have to ask my mom. Is your mom okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Maybe that's, that's why. Jim had told us at one time that her mom and what? dad would never let him use the word for gas. Oh, no. That's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I've used up my hair anyway. I had it early. <laughs> Eat a few tacos. It might help you. <laughs> That's terrible, Rob. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You guys probably remember the story of Johnny Bobbitt Jr. He's the homeless vet who spent his last $20 to help a woman who was stranded on the side of the road. Oh, got her, got her gas, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I actually have an incredible update. The woman who helped him, you may remember, started a GoFundMe page. 
And that page has now raised more than $400,000. That's crazy cool. Just this week, it hit that, uh, past that 400K mark. And Johnny is promising to use that money for good. I mean, of course, you know, I want to change my life. I want to give a lot of it away. There won't be no brand new car either. (laughs) No? No, ma'am. Used car? Absolutely. Maybe a truck? Absolutely a truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was his interview on Good Morning America. And and, um, last week, he signed the paperwork to buy a house. Good. So exciting. He's also buying his dream car. You will never guess what Johnny Bobbitt Jr.'s dream car is, other than a truck. Uh, It's got to be some kind of pickup truck. Like a Ranger. (gasps) A 1999 Ford Ranger. Yay, me. 99? (laughs) Yeah. He could have something brand new, and he gets a 99 Ford Ranger. That's pretty cool. He also has a trust set up that will give him a small salary each year, and he just posted this update uh, on his GoFundMe page. Hey, guys, this is Johnny. Sorry for the lack of updates, but I've been pretty busy the last few days, as you can imagine. Wanted to let you know that um, thanks to all of you, with the help of Kate and Mark, Kate's the lady from the car, I was able to purchase my new home yesterday. The feeling is indescribable, and all thanks to the support and generosity of each and every one of you has shown. I'll continue to thank you every single day for the rest of my life. And he goes on to share the story of a man that he met on the streets, Jeff. He's another homeless vet who could use some kindness. And Johnny says he'll be giving money to a fund set up to help Jeff. And he hopes others will too. So he put the link to that GoFundMe page on there. And their goal was 10000 and they've already passed that. They, they've already... Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so cool. It's like everything Johnny touches turns to gold. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Man, there's like nice people out there. <laughs> yes, there are. And, and knowing that he got a 1999 truck mm-hmm. instead of a brand new one, got that used Ford Ranger, did you say? Yeah. His house must be so um, humble, too. Yeah, I'm sure. You know? <laughs> no McMansion for him. His radio. His morning proof with Rob, Allison, and Jim.